Yay, Flo's back. I'm back. Hi. Hope you missed me. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> so, um, I'm Kia. And I'm Florence. And this is Melanin. In medicine. Woohoo. Okay, so, um, yeah, it's the two of us. Just the two of us. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Flo rejoined us. She saw our family. How was, how was your trip? It was good. It was, uh, you know. I'm excited to be back, yes. Are you? I am. <laughs> Good to know. Well, tag on at that train. Okay, well, today we're talking about um, some necessary information for medical school. We're going to talk about the MCAT. You guys, um, long and awaited episodes. Look, and it's exciting. So, uh, yeah, we are going to start with our Elder's Elevation, which is God Made a Way Out of No Way. And that's by Angela Bassett. I thought this was clever because, you know, we did Lawrence Fishburne last year, last week. And he was Ike. So this is Tina. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, more importantly, she's Angela Bassett. And so this uh, quote really stuck out to me just because the MCAT's kind of like the biggest hurdle a lot of people have to get over when trying to get into medical school. And, um, you know, there's a lot of sacrifices put into even doing well on this exam. So even when you feel like there's no way, just know that there's always a way. So Yep, you can do it. The MCAT's not as... It's scary, but not... Impossible. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, say it that way. Yeah. And um, so we do have a giveaway that we want to do. Da-da-da! Yeah, and we're kind of... Do we know how we want to do it? Uh, not yet. Okay, cool. cool. So follow us on our Instagram and keep an eye out and we'll definitely post on there once we figure it all out. Yes, but we definitely want to give away, um, Kaplan book set. Um, I considered, you know, grabbing, like purchasing just some, uh, double AMC AMCAS practice tests. Yeah. And then just giving those away, maybe purchase it on a link, you know, melanin medicine account or something. And, uh, yeah, just give somebody the login because we try to give out blessings, you know, and we want y'all to do great. So we know it's MCAT season. A lot of people are trying to study um, or a lot of people are, you know, in the process of planning what they're going to do or when they're going to study. So we just want to kind of get the jump on helping people in that way. So this is part one of our MCAT discussion. This definitely won't be the end. And, yeah. Uh, But before we get into that, we're going to talk about our um, Mahoney messages, and we have none. So, <laughs> email us at melaninandmedicine02 at gmail.com, and then we'll have more Mahoney messages. And so, since we don't have that, we have an interview question. <laughs> <laughs> and today's interview question oh, do you want to read it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, today's interview question is In what ways would you like to help your community as a doctor? Oh, yes. And so, when they asked me this question, um, he was mainly like define your community like as you want to. So how would you? Because community can be like anything. Yeah. yeah. So like, what perspective did you take on this? I took because I was telling you before. Um, my question got asked like in a rural setting, mm-hmm. just because I live and I grew up in like a rural town. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to go back and like I said that a lot in my like secondary statement and that's one thing like if you say you want to go back to like a rural or urban town to work a lot in your secondary statement um just make sure in your interview if they like ask you that you can back it up because mm-hmm. they like in my interviews I definitely talked about that a lot so I got asked that um so for me like your community is kind of like the area that you want to serve so okay. like for me it's like rural like underserved areas mm-hmm. so when they asked me I was I'll just tell you guys so I was at KU and I knew, like, growing up in Kansas, it would help me if I, like, gave a little plug on <laughs> Kansas, you know. So I mentioned, like, the community that I grew up in and serving, like, majority um, majority minority kind of communities and things yeah. like that. And, uh, yeah, I talked about health literacy, girl. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, I would want to improve the health literacy of my, you know, community, especially with, like, minority, like, communities, things like that. Yeah, it was lit. It was good. It was way better than uh, how I'd be on this show. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, that's our question for the week. We hope this uh, is a segment that helps you guys kind of prepare yeah. for medical school interviews because, you know, it's never too early to start preparing for them or residency interviews if you're headed in that direction now. So um, yeah. let's hop into our stepping stones. So MCAT prep. First thing we have on the list is setting up a schedule. 
That is very, very important. That's like step one. Yeah. (laughs) That's the way to be successful because if you don't have a schedule, I felt like the first time I saw you for the MCAT, um, I didn't really have a schedule. Like Mm -hmm. we had, like when we did that course. It was kind of set up by the course. Yeah. But then after we were done, like I just felt like every day I'd wake up and I'd be like, okay, today I'm going to do a practice test. Okay. Tomorrow I'm going to look at the, this section. Okay. I'm Mm going to do this Mm -hmm. with this section. And then, like, towards, I think, like, a week before my test, I just was, I just felt so scatterbrained just because my studying was scattered. It wasn't, like, organized and Mm -hmm. structured. So, having a set schedule and, like, slowly building up that mentality to take the eight-hour exam. Oh, I guess for those people who um, probably don't know, like, the setup of the MCAT. Oh, yeah, let's break it down. We should break that up. Sure. So, let's start with step one. So, this is the medical college um, admissions test. Yeah. Cool. And that's the MCAT. <laughs> MCAT. Um, and so it's, so you said eight hours. I'd just go by seven hours. Why do you say um, eight hours? Maybe, you I just, maybe, yeah, I include oh, breaks okay. and maybe like, and no, I think it's like, if you take all the breaks, it's like seven hours and 32 mm-hmm. minutes or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I just say eight. Girl, <laughs> but you got to wake up, you got to drive there. Girl, it's a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> it's your whole day. Yeah. But, so. um, yikes. I've think about that day and I'm just like wow what a day and then it's like the night before you can't sleep yeah sure couldn't wow um yeah it's actually like a 48 hour test no I'm joking (laughs) but yeah so it's eight hours and then it's divided into four sections Mm -hmm. and well let's not okay so let's go by the breakdown so it's like a you said seven hours and 70 32 minutes I think it's something like that we are not mathematicians y'all so just walk with us (laughs) so um it starts with the chem phys section or chemistry and physics um and that has a breakdown of you can you can go on the AAMC website they have a guideline every year they release a guideline if you aren't using this to at least start your schedule you play in yourself get the guideline (laughs) yeah because the guideline literally has percentage it'll be like the chem phys section there's like 20% 20% physics, like, we don't know exactly, so go on the AMC right. website and, and look at that. It literally, it'll be like 10% biochem, it's more than that, but it'll be a breakdown. And so. the reason this is so necessary is because you can at least hit the major parts of the MCAT with your studies early on. Like, you don't want to, the high yield is what you'll yes. hear a lot, yes. but you really want to hit those high yield parts because those can those can appear at any point on the MCAT. Yes. So although they'll say, you know, biochem is only what 10% of psychology you could or like 10% you know yeah like you could have all these biochem questions in psych that you never even imagine even applied but they'll yeah yeah, and and they'll just like throw them at you and but throughout the whole exam you might be like I didn't have any you know biochem so it just depends like they can pop up anywhere so just be ready yeah and um like what she was saying if you like because for me like I really really struggled with physics Mm -hmm. and I know like physics is only like 20 percent yeah something like that so like for me I'm like I'm not gonna wallow down and like focus just on physics when it's like 20% when there's another 80% of material that I know Mm -hmm. like yeah still I still focused on physics and try to work on work on my weaknesses but I wasn't like you know like like it wasn't the majority yeah it wasn't the yeah I wasn't Mm -hmm. like that worried about it yeah and I think you also have to be proactive if you are taking a course of some sort so like a Kaplan course um exam crackers Princeton review all of those if you're taking a a purchase course be proactive and and don't just let the course make the schedule for you. Yes. That's so, good. definitely have a hand in your study kind of routine. Um definitely have control over how you study, the consistency, maybe the materials that you use cuz they'll throw a lot of materials at you and be like, "Yeah, we got like 11 books for you. We yeah. got a flashcard set. We have practice tests." But like there's plenty of other te- practice te- practice tests out there, and I would definitely encourage everyone to take multiple different practice tests do not take but we'll get to that well yeah we'll get to that and okay. like what she was saying the courses are designed for like a majority of people they're not individualized mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. if you might be good at something else and someone else that you're studying with might be good at something else like don't just focus on what the course says like you might need to spend like an extra week on something that they brushed over for 30 minutes in your class so yeah, yeah. that's perfect um so let's talk about how our schedule kind or how do we form our schedule so well so let's just refer to our best MCAT. <laughs> because, no, like, actually talk about your worst one, and then we could talk about how, well, we, how we improved with the better Well, that's, I mean, that's just, you want to talk about the scores? No, not the scores. Uh, y'all, but... y'all already got the scores out of us. We're not doing it again. <laughs> 
<laughs> not embarrassing our size. What is it? Play me once, pull, pull me, whatever. Okay, but, um, no, but talk about, because I just feel like the first time, like, what I was saying, like, my study schedule is just, like, all over the place. Yeah, I didn't and, have like, one. Right? And it's then, a quick story. Yeah. <laughs> and then the week before the test, like, I just felt so scatterbrained. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. So going into the test, like, I wasn't focused like during chem I need to do this during right. parts because each section is different and you're gonna have to use different strategies for mm-hmm. different sections so just I definitely not have oh you schedule. use different well yeah yeah, yeah yeah or just a different mindset yeah yeah I think when I took it the first time this is how I should have known I wasn't ready I was calm I was cool <laughs> there was no like I, I felt like and I hadn't done I think I did two practice tests after the Kaplan course and I took my exam we ended our program in July, the beginning of July, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. and I took my MCAT like in September because oh was yeah, and I took year. mine in August. I I hella played myself. Well, <laughs> September I, I took like two practice tests after like yeah. after the program. So I'm like, who did I think I was? Like that wasn't enough at all. Yeah, like no. yeah, two practice tests. I did. Oh no. We'll get to the better one, I guess, later. But, mm-hmm. yes. So. Yeah, and one thing, I think a lot of people think, like, the MCAT is, like, the SAT or ACT. Like, you can have whatever you learned in high school is, you'll be fine when you, mm-hmm. you don't have to really, I didn't really study for the SAT or ACT. I just kind of. I definitely, I mean, it doesn't yeah. seem like I studied for the ACT because my score was stupid. But. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, you can go into that test and do mediocre yeah, okay you and for like two weeks. yeah and yeah. you'll go to any college like not any college but you'll go to college but like mm-hmm. the MCAT if you do that you're not going to go to any MCAT. yeah and definitely like, don't um play yourself by comparing yourself to your smartest best friend yeah because that's a joke you're not I mean even if you've been able to get by with like just you know reviewing class material before an exam and then you ace it like I would not chance that at all on the on the MCAT. No. Even if you've taken it once, you got a five ten studying two weeks. You want to take it again, give it its due diligence. Like give it at least three months of real quality studying. Like no matter because you could always do better. Like yeah, and study- the way that MCAT's set up, they just throw random material in there. Like the because I took it three times like the first time we're just gonna ignore the second time (laughs) I took it on the that was my best bio section and I felt like I was just clicking through those because like I knew like all those questions Mm -hmm. and then the third time I took it I just I was really confident in the bio section just because the second time I took it it was like I did really really well in the bio section Mm -hmm. so I thought it would be similar I was like oh I know my bio stuff right and then the third time I took it I like really had to use my brain like it was nothing like the the second one and I did really good on that second bio section Mm -hmm. so don't think just like every test is the same like just because you're doing good on like in your practice test when you get to the real one they could have material like you've never even heard of or and seen they do. before yeah I feel like the one that I actually took like this past year all the study materials I had like I didn't feel like it was anything like that no but I mean especially I, psych and social section oh really I thought that but well my test was just I had that yeah guys I don't know if I told you so and maybe we'll explain the whole story in part two but um my my exam froze so that was kind of stressful mm-hmm. so like I kind of, like, blacked out in my exam. (laughs) Cars specifically. Like, I just don't remember it. Like, (laughs) I just remember, like, panicking and, like, continuing with a positive mindset. But I I, honestly, like, all I remember is, like, okay, bio. Yeah. hit the fan like which is that go that really goes back to how it's the importance of having a really good study schedule because you probably took like a mcat test during your study schedule and you mm-hmm. had a really bad mcat like during yeah well you were taking and you mm-hmm. had to like figure out how to mentally get back into the right test. yes so it's important to take practice tests and mm-hmm. have that schedule just because so, kia killed that mcat thanks bud even though her <laughs> test look even though her test ours was a joke <laughs> My car score was like a 23 percentile. Like, I was like, was I even awake? Like, that was just bad. Oh, my God. But yeah, but that just right. goes you're, back you're into right. having that schedule. Because if you don't have that schedule and you're not regularly taking those practice tests, you're going to have some tests that are awesome. Mm-hmm. You're going to have those tests where it's like your mom's in the background yelling the whole time and you can't concentrate. Oh 
You're going to have those tests Y'all your do neighbor. yourself a favor. Do not take the <laughs> test at home because your mom, you will not talk to your mom for a week. And the second you start taking a practice exam, she's going to need you six times. That's just how it goes. She could, like, not even your mom, but people in your house will smell that you are doing something important. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, my God, let me go see what she's up to. She's quiet. You know? Yeah. Don't, don't do it. You're playing yourself. Don't do it. All right. So that goes to the importance of, I think we rambled about schedules. No, so yeah, but we didn't even set up a schedule. Oh, so. oh, yeah, I guess my schedule. How often did you study in a week? Let's say that. Oh, um, for your best one. So obviously. for my best one, I was just studying for the MCAT. Like, I wasn't working. I wasn't doing anything. I was mm-hmm. literally just studying. I saw I studied every day, and I would take um, Sundays off. I think I took one day off a week. How long a day? Wait, what do you mean? Like how many oh, hours? Oh, how many hours? Like eight. Okay. But I was just MCAT studying, so mm-hmm. I just treated it like a job. Like, and when I, did you start? Um, well, so it's kind of hard because we're gonna post my program. Yeah, but so like serious studying like three months before, but mm-hmm. I've been studying like gradually all year. So like all before the three months, like actually studying, I was in like my post back program. I was making sure like the material that like. I didn't retain that well in undergrad. Like, I was mastering that material slowly. And during those times, I would still... During our post program, every night, we had to do 20 questions from each section. Mm-hmm. So, we Dang. had to... Yeah. That's kind of heavy. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> on top of all of our work. So, I was, like, making sure I knew, like, all my material. And then I was doing 20 questions from each section a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would do, like, I think one passage, which has, like, five to six questions. And then mm-hmm. the rest would just be, like, discrete questions. Um, so I did that, and then leading up three months before the test when I was just MCAT studying, I would get up at the time that I would normally, get, that I'd have to get up when I was taking the test. The time of, oh, okay. Yeah, and then I'd get up, go to the, like, yep, make my breakfast, that. do mm-hmm. all that, go to the library, and then I would study each day, like, the test. So, like, mm-hmm. Mondays I would focus on campus, and I would start the beginning of my studying going over material that I still like like content stuff Mm -hmm. not questions and then halfway through the day I would do passages and like working on my strategies for the passages Mm -hmm. and then towards the end of the day when it's like your brain's dead (laughs) I would just do the discrete questions Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so then Mondays I did Kempis Tuesdays I did cars Wednesdays I did bio and then Thursdays I would do the Kempis and then Fridays I would just like take it a little bit easier and do discrete questions and then Saturdays oh no Fridays I would take a practice test and then Saturdays I would spend all Saturdays reviewing the practice test and then Sundays I would spend like away from material so mm-hmm. I was mine and like that's just like a brief rundown of my schedule but my schedule was like definitely individualized and I had a planner and I would write down like hey after I did my practice tests and the reviews on Saturdays I would write down like the content I needed to go over mm-hmm. for the next week. So, so did fun. you have a study group? Um, no, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't really. I don't really study that well in groups. Like, if I, I would have like me and one of my really good um, friends in the program. Like, we would go to the library together, but that was the extent of my study group. Like, yeah. just to make, keep each other accountable. Because there'd be times I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't like every day like strict just studying for eight hours there'd be times I'd doze off and be on my phone mm-hmm. but it was nice to have someone there like sitting next to me to be like yo get off your phone right right like, yeah. who do you think you are you're trying to get the score and you're on your phone exactly so I don't think I didn't really study in a group but I had people studying next to me who kept me accountable no the journal um so yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So <laughs> how, did, how what was yours like? I kind of rambled about that. No, you're good. So I was actually in the process of pulling out my schedule because I kept a journal during my studies and like... Yeah, Kia bullet did, journals and they're so yeah. pretty. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, maybe we could put an example on our Instagram. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, So I was fortunate to be in... Uh, like the postback that I was because they, first of all, they made us have a study group, which I was annoyed oh, about at first. But you liked it? It oh it was necessary like for sure mm-hmm. I um but I was so annoyed because they were like okay like it's it's MCAT season like who's your study group and like we had to pick our study group we had to like like submit it like okay. show who our study group was so um first thing because I think I was one of the first people who were actually like hunting for my study group uh, and my thing was I couldn't study with any of my friends I just knew like not so much saying like the people in my group didn't become my friends mm-hmm. but I couldn't 
have the mentality of like you know having a social circle yeah that was also my group just i know i'm not disciplined enough but we'll talk about that later <laughs> but so um i, I was like, we studied a couple of times together in undergrad Oh, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's different. But I think cause... it's because we study differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I just talk. I know I <laughs> talk. Um, but, yeah, so I know. So we studied 20 hours a week, um, and we broke it up. Let me see. We studied five days a week, and I'm actually looking at it. So we did psych Soch on Monday, and then we did bio on Wednesday. Then... Um, Okay, let me see. Then we did Kim on Fridays, and then Saturdays we did Biochem, and then Sundays, I think every other Sunday we did Physics, and so we did Physics for um, three hours, and then every other time we met up, it was for four hours. Yeah, so we did five to nine, um, five to nine, Monday, Wednesday, and then three to seven on Fridays, and then 8 to noon on Saturdays. So, yeah, that was a really rigorous um, schedule for us. We knew what we were doing. You know, we had class, too, because we were still in the post program. program. Yeah. So um, after class, you know, we get a class at, like, 2, 3, uh, go to your apartment, you know, eat, maybe take a nap, get up, meet at the library at 5. So it was pretty, pretty stiff um, every time. There was never, like... Sometimes, you know, we, we moved times around if people couldn't meet up. But for the most part, we met up every week. Um, and we started our studies for the program. We started in January. So I think we took our first practice test um, the week we got back or something soon. It was really soon. And, um, yeah, and so on my own, because that was my group study, and then on my own I did four – let me see. I wrote it down. Sorry, guys. Four practice um, passages every night. Yeah, I did four practice passages every night. And at first, I didn't time myself. I just did the timer to see how long it took me. And then, like, after a month of doing that, then I started setting a timer. timer. Yeah, just to, like, because my problem, oh, my goodness, I don't know why. But for me, reading was, like, like I could not get through a whole section to save my life. I think the only section that I ever got through was, like, psych. (laughs) (laughs) But then, like, as I, I think on my actual exam, I finished chemistry Chem phys, yeah, and then um, bio biochem, I think I finished too, and then of course I finished psych. So like it was amazing to see my growth for sure. That's good, but yeah, yeah, so. that's one thing with the schedule. Make sure you're timing yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think we finished talking about the actual layout of the exam though. <laughs> we're scattered. Yeah, we y'all. are. <laughs> we're talking about skipping. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, we're gonna finish the layout real fast. So it's ninety five minutes. For, for three of the sections. Yeah, Kempis is 95 minutes. I think Cars is 90, 90 minutes. 90 minutes, yeah. Okay. And then Bio Biochem is 95 minutes. Yeah. And then Psycho is 95 minutes. Yeah. And so the question numbers are, there's 65 questions in, is it 60? I don't know. Y'all, we didn't do our research. Don't kill us. So, um, you know what? We're going to look it up. Keep talking, Flo. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So you didn't have a study group. That's where we Yeah, ended. okay. So yeah, I didn't have a study group. Um, so if you guys want, um, you can, if you have like a study schedule that you guys are thinking yes. about um, <laughs> like implementing and you want our feedback or advice or critique to see whether that's like an effective study schedule, you can email it to us mm-hmm. um, and we can answer any of your questions about schedules or if you have any... Um, if you would be complex, because sometimes I know a lot of people like work or they could be a student athlete and they're mm-hmm. having a lot of, they're having time, like finding time to fit in True. a schedule. Because yeah, your so, schedule doesn't have to be as rigorous as ours. If yeah, you, if we were you, also not working. So yeah. that kind of says something. Yeah. So like maybe like you might be a t- the type of person who might need a full year mm-hmm. and then only study like four hours a day yeah so, so definitely share yeah. that but you... mcat is definitely a very personalized individual process mm-hmm. so don't just because one of your friends is studying this way does not mean you have to study that way or all. if you need a template like in the post program we had like people before us who shared their templates so if you need a template let us know email us Mm-hmm. And uh, just let me know. I can definitely send you a copy of the, the template that my group used to kind of form ours. If you want a template of our group's 
uh, study schedule, then I can give you that. So yeah, just let us know. But I found the information so that we're not spreading lies. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Kemp Fizz, which is 95 minutes. It's 59 questions, uh, 44 passages, and 15 uh, freestanding questions. And then it's like that. That's the layout for bio and biochem. Um, and then for psych social as well. And then CARS is the only one that's different. And that's critical reasoning or critical analysis and reasoning skills. And um, theirs is 53 passage related questions and it's for 90 minutes. So all of that totals to a excruciatingly long exam. And <laughs> um, yeah, that's the, that's the idea. But to give you guys some hope, once you get through the exam and you get to the point where we're at and it's like the MCAT isn't that like big mountain you have to cross and you're actually down the mountain, it's the best feeling ever just to know you accomplished something that... Y'all, I'm gonna cry. My fashion over was delivered. Girl. They were just so swift. I'm just so happy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry for my ration break. <laughs> Commercial. <laughs> so I guess the next stepping stone. Oh, yes. Okay. So, (laughs) yes. um, Study materials. Okay. Okay. So, there's a lot out there. Don't get overwhelmed, first and foremost. Do not get overwhelmed. Um, If you want, refer to Reddit, refer to Student Doctor Network. You know, take, honestly, Mm -hmm. like, take a week before you study to, like, really consider what materials you're going to use because... And know yourself as a studier, too. Yeah, because you don't want to... And I say this, like... So, the reason we, like, started with undergraduate study materials and things like that early on in the podcast is so that you know how to study on your own, like, already. Yeah. So, the idea going into the MCAT is that you know how you study and that you will do it consistently, and that consistency will help you do well on the MCAT. But what you don't want to do is, like, switch up your study method, like, in the middle. Yeah, and that's the worst. Just, that's the thing with the MCAT is, like, once you have a strategy, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll talk about strategies for the MCAT later, but once you have a strategy, like, and it's working for, like, it worked for two or three tests, like, practice tests, and then on the fourth test, you do so bad with that strategy, don't change your strategy. Mm-hmm. It's working. You just need to perfect it. And right. That's the thing I think people forget is mm-hmm. that, like, trust yourself and trust your instincts. Just because it didn't work for this one thing, keep figure out why that strategy didn't work. And if it's not working for a good reason, then find out a way to make it better. But right. But don't initially just keep jumping from source to source right. or doing new things. And, like, so... All this to say, like, and and it's important to have, like, this mindset, like, I know these are my materials, this is what I'm using them for, and this is how I'm going to weave them all together. Yes. Because it's really easy to, like, be like, well, I've been studying this from Princeton, I've been studying this from Kaplan, I've been studying this from Exam Crackers, you know, Berkeley, and all these different sources, but it's like, they might all say different things, which is good. You need to have, like, a multitude of options, but not too many, because then you won't really... Like, you'll just be making a circle, like, yeah. over and over. You won't really progress as fast as you want yeah. to. So this is also a time-sensitive thing. Although it might be months away, it's coming. Yes. And it's going to come fast. And, <laughs> and a lot of you listening to the podcast, you're, like, you guys never had to go through that transition between the old and the new MCAT. Because mm-hmm. the old MCAT was more content-based, I mm-hmm. think, versus the new one, where the new one's more... Very strategy. Yeah, very strategy. And honestly, like, because... I know Kaplan says, like, the new MCAT is, what, like, 80%, like, strategy and critical Mm. thinking and 20% content. Mm -hmm. So if you're spending all your time on content and not working on your strategy Mm -hmm. or, like, figuring out how to um, study for the test and you're just focusing on the resources you're using and just trying to read the content, you're Mm -hmm. not going to do well because... The test really isn't about, hey, did you learn this in Bio 101? Yeah, their questions won't be, it definitely won't be what's an enzyme. I mean, like, you'll have those questions. Like, what's an enzyme? And, you know, define what's the difference between mitosis and meiosis. You know, they're going to ask these questions. And it's very, I mean, the question, like, foundation is very much so that. But they're going to ask it in a way that. You have to think. Like, they want, like, they'll give you, I guess we didn't really explain the breakdown of the section. Because, like. The way the sections are is, like, you get a passage, mm-hmm. and um, you'll have to read the passage and then answer the questions from the passage. So mm-hmm. they're going to give you a passage with information. They're not just going to ask you what is an enzyme and give you a passage right. when you already know what an enzyme is. And that, yeah. the passage 
is that first of all do not try to just skip the passage i don't know you will you, fail yeah don't play yourself <laughs> like if you think you can just skip the passage and like answer the questions in any section maybe cars might be the way to i've heard people are able to really girl well i've heard they skip the passages go to the questions and then go back skim through oh you know, i've, so I've seen that I've or seen like that. read the first like i said that one of, time yeah yeah i played myself i did so. <laughs> girl i thought i was rain man wasn't so <laughs> i feel like to be able to do that in the car section you have to be like someone who's really into literature like someone or you just have to know big picture and yeah. like get the concept from like a few yeah. you know because cars is like it, as long as you can get the big picture get the theme i Cars was not my section. It was not mine, so. But, um, definitely, yeah. So, with the passages, like, you want to get the big picture. And eventually, you'll get to the point where you can read a passage and be like, they're going to ask me about this. Yep. They're going to ask about this, You will. And you'll feel so good. And then there are those questions on the MCAT where, like, the frequency numbers or not numbers like for the red like the absorbance frequency stuff like that mm, oh, oh like there's stuff like that where they'll just be like red and you'll have to know like mm-hmm. it's this range mm-hmm. like for absorbance was it absorbance frequency yeah or something like that or you'll have to know certain equations where it's like they they're gonna put in the passage they're not gonna say use this equation but they'll be like yeah oh they're gonna ask a question yeah that's, like the answer is numbers yeah and so and, you just assume that yeah you're yeah right. so you're gonna have to like know your content behind it but you have to be able to critically reason and know like oh they're asking me this so mm-hmm. this is the answer because in those answer choices everything seems right Oh, God. <laughs> Aren't they Satan with that? Yeah. Like, let's take a moment to talk about how they really do be making every answer an option. Yeah. And it's like, if you do it wrong, you might get that answer. Yeah, it's like they put is and it was supposed to be are. And that's why it was wrong. I hate them. Yeah, me too. But so we never talked about <laughs> Sorry, excuse so, us for being all over the place. We're just we just really hot about break. Yeah, Yeah, and we're just really passionate about the MCAT guys. We want y'all to do well. Yeah. So, Do you want to talk about the courses you used and then I can talk yeah, about Yeah, yeah. So, of course, we used the Kaplan course um, in, in our first yeah. round. Shout out. Round. We got that for free. Yeah, that was a blessing. And honestly, I think it was nice to have that as the first I- example. Yeah. Um, because it at least showed the structure that you needed. It at least showed, like, the diligence and the and how long you should dedicate to it. So that was nice. Um, and then in my second time taking it, I used exam crackers uh, for, like, mas- The course or just the books? Oh, just the books. Okay. Yeah. Um, I use exam crackers for books. Um, my whole group kind of referred to exam crackers when it came to, like, understanding stuff because they were really conversational. Yeah. Um, and then for, like, practice questions, I use exam crackers on my own. And then we use Kaplan to, like, set up our schedule. Okay. I don't know. For some reason, Kaplan had a really good, like, layout. It was yeah. basically everything on AMC guidelines. Yeah. So we just used them to set up the schedule. And then when it came to, excuse me, referring to content, we used prints and okay and so yeah it just kind of worked out that way um and then the way we studied in our groups we i guess this is more so how we use kaplan we'd use the header or like the chapter that was covered in kaplan Mm -hmm. but we'd actually read the content in princeton oh okay yeah yeah so so. you just yeah because i feel like i used kaplan for all my content Mm -hmm. um because at first i i think i i had the exam crackers books because everyone just kept saying exam crackers exam crackers Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't like their books because I just felt like their book was too detailed for the MCAT. They are detailed. Like, it's so detailed. And I just felt like I'm reading all this stuff and I don't need, like, to me it was a waste of, like. I read exam crackers when it was, like, something I could not get. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, Princeton isn't doing it. Because Princeton can be vague. I say I didn't do Princeton Uh, at all. Princeton Review. I didn't use their practice test because you do have to score it yourself. Uh, Like, they mm -hmm. don't have the answer. There's There's a free one out there and you have to basically like come up yeah. with the answers yourself no so like my friends that did it were like going to the teacher like okay girl what's this <laughs> but um yeah. yeah so and then we our practice test we had we got I think five practice tests from AMC from our program so that was nice and uh we kind of we did the first three practice tests or four to practice tests with the program like as a group so like on a Saturday one of our teachers yeah, came we did and we scheduled too. it girl oh my goodness Oh, I hate this exam. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> yeah, we did that too. So we'd march our little selves up to <laughs> Wheeler, which is the building where we lived. And um, we did all of our classes in that building. And yeah. we'd take our tests on a Saturday. Um, so AMC practice tests for sure. 
if you're gonna do any practice test, do AMC. They write the they write the test. They write the test. There's yeah. no other way. If you're studying for an ecology exam, you're gonna take the teacher's ecology practice test. You're not gonna go to your cousin's house and be like, "Hey, girl, <laughs> I know you did well in ecology. Write me up a practice." No, yeah, no, that's a joke. So definitely take the AMC practice test. We also used. Um, Next step. I use next step. Their scores are highly inflated. Yeah. Do not... just, don't look at those scores because you'll yeah. get like a 520 and be like, oh. Oh, I'm good. I go yeah, ahead. Yeah, nope. Nah, nah, yeah. But their their questions are great. I, I think thought that... the first, because we had, we did all 10 of theirs mm-hmm. for my program. And I felt like the first three tests were a joke. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought they were just like, compared to Kaplan, because Kaplan, that's the thing about Kaplan. Their content review. They are content. Like, yeah. their practice tests are very content Yeah, based. their practice tests were very content review. So, mm-hmm. going from Ka- taking Kaplan practice tests and taking Next, Next Steps. Steps practice tests, like, I jumped, like, way up. Yeah. And I was, like, so excited. And then as, like, we got closer to the 10 test, they started becoming more realistic. And mm. I was, like, oh. Okay. Oh. The first practice test was just an ego booster. <laughs> right, yeah. They're practice, But I think their questions are good. I think their passages are long, and that's what helped me, because I told you my thing was yeah. reading. So, like, I, um, Next Step had good passages, lengthy passages, and I like how they score it. They show mm-hmm. you, like, the percentage of people that answered that. Um, I also used, I feel like I use a lot of practice tests, though. Uh, Next Step, I got access to three Kaplan exams. So I was using that as well, and I alternated. So, like, towards my exam, I was taking two exams a week, like two practice exams a week. Damn. This is, like, I think a month Dedication. out. Dedication. Desperation. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so about a month out, I was taking two practice exams a week, and uh, I alternated. So I do Next Step, Kaplan, um, and then I also had access to what's called UWorld. Is anybody hip on that? No. Um, it's basically kind of like a DIY. They have passes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you. Get my little sort of DIY. You DIY. She loves DIYs. <laughs> oh, I live for it. Yes. Pinterest is my jam. But um, it's like a DIY MCAT, low key. So you can select the topics that you want to cover in each um, section. And then, and if you're interested in using UWorld, uh, just let me know because I might have access to a 90-day trial that you can use. They don't really verify who it is, so you could just make a new email. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> email us anyway. But So, yeah. Um, but UWorld is really cool because you can build your own MCAT if you run out of practice tests, basically. Oh, okay. So, um, That's good. Yeah. I've never heard of that one. That's good. It's cool. And their explanations are glorious. They got pictures. and I mean, it's a really good... Uh, like great way to and it's free so if you're interested in like at least trying it out just let us know um and i can definitely send you the link for that but i think those are all oh i use a little bit of berkeley um but no you did everything i'm like i literally i just use i really liked kaplan for content i felt like all their books like the content wasn't too detailed it Mm -hmm. was like it was like the perfect amount of what you needed to know so i liked kaplan's content Mm -hmm. and then i liked um their practice tests are good if you're just trying to see if you know the content. Yeah, um, that's true. So when you're first starting out, I think Kaplan's practice tests are good, but don't worry about the score. So if you're starting out like really early and you have like a like a while before your test, like three months, or yeah, like six oh, months. No, I'd say like a year. Oh, like a year? Yeah. I would not suggest studying a year before your MCAT. That's no, no, but I'm saying like for six months because I'm because okay. I just feel like Kaplan stuff. Like if you bog, like if you bog so much down on that content, True. And knowing you'd that, get overwhelmed. With yeah, you'll get overwhelmed. But like, that's I don't know. I feel like their practice test is a good way to really see if you know your content. True. Yes. So if you if you're and it's a good way. So like. Um, if you take it and you don't do so hot, you can know what content you need to focus on more. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really good for Kaplan. Mm-hmm. But then once you get closer to the test, the test taking tests like next step is better just because you it's a broader test and mm-hmm. it's more realistic. So I really I think alternating was my best bet. Like when I alternated, I got a little bit of like everything. And then I was also able to apply like, OK, I didn't do um, as well on the content like getting the big picture for this so let me try and apply that to this new exam and it's like so that that did help if you do have multiple exam types i would say definitely alternate but um yeah because i was like i just did kaplan and then we did we did like 20 kaplan and we did like low step 
And then we did like the five AMC. Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot. I, I think a lot. I think I also say like don't use every outlet because I did have a lot at first. Like I was trying to dip from everybody because I was like, well, what'd they say? What'd they say? But that was holding me back. Like that took time. So when you do refer to like a bunch of different outlets, figure out which ones you trust. Cause I really like didn't rely on exam crackers much. I think I used Berkeley when I was like learning something. Yeah. So yeah, like, and if you're also interested in these books and you don't want to pay for it, just let us know. Um, we are going to do a giveaway. So like, you know, keep us in your minds for that. But um, past the giveaway, you know, if you don't get it, we have a little little something for everybody. So um, if you need some books or access <laughs> to some resources, just let us know because I might have a, a nice little file for the kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, study materials, definitely that. And I used Anki uh, flashcards. That was my thing, but you don't like flashcards. I, I don't like flashcards. You don't like I hated Anki. Okay. I, okay, but yeah. you loved it. I just didn't like that randomness, but that was great. <laughs> <random. laughs> but like with my flashcards, and I might have already said this in a previous episode, I had a reminder on my phone. Like I every, oh my God, I remember this. Every morning. So I woke up at like 6 a.m. I, I was crazy dedicated. Girl. So I woke up at 6 a.m., you know, for class, because I think we had to be a class at 7 most of the time. So I woke up at 6 a.m. I do 30 minutes of um, flashcard review for whatever topic we were covering that evening in my um, my study group. And then on my off days, I would study 30 minutes of my um, flashcards. Um, my class flashcards too, oh, okay. like afterwards. Yeah. But um, I yeah, t- I was gonna say I take that back. I had the only two sections I use flashcards for, like online. I think I googled like all the terms you needed to know for psych and so. Yeah. So one thing that I did really for my flashcards is like I had three bags. Um, I th- I had so many flashcards. You wrote them? No, I printed oh. them out and cut them. But they were. You cut them? Oh, girl, I how'd you print them out? Oh, I didn't. I had them on my phone. Oh no, girl, I because <laughs> I like like having them. So uh-huh. literally, and I had like three bags. So like uh-huh. I had one bag that was like you know this really really well. That That's is so like, cute. Yeah, so I like put it like yeah. if I knew it really really well, it was in that bag, and I mm-hmm. did those ones like once a week, like on Sunday nights, because those ones like towards the end, they was, that bag was pretty full. Mm-hmm. You know, not gonna brag, but yeah. Because the girl's smart. <laughs> she's got the she's got the juice, okay? I'm dead. And then I had the bag that like the the middle bag was like, oh like uh okay, like I know it, like if I saw it, I could recall it, but I don't know it like that well. Mm-hmm. So that one I did like three times a week. And mm-hmm. then I had the second bag that was like Okay. I didn't know that at all. And so for that was the third bag. Mm-hmm. So then um I had those three bags and then I did that every night and depending on the schedule and how I knew them. And so the other thing that I had flashcards for was physics and I mm-hmm. just had a list. I think online you can find like a list of all the equations mm-hmm. and stuff you need to know. So I had um, a deck of flashcards for physics and I had like the equation and like had like an example. So I would just um, look at that just so I knew how to do the equations. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. I So Anki gives you, you know, a routine or whatever. Excuse me. So I had it organized by sections at least. And then, like I said, I would do mine every night or every morning. And then I um, I think every time I was bored, you know, I deleted all my apps, you know, when we started studying for the MCAT. So every time I was on my phone, I'd just be like, all right, get out flashcards. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, as a way to be like, you're on your phone. That's where your flashcards are. Use them. So I would do that. Um, but also, I used the Kaplan flashcard app for... Do you have to pay for that? Mm-mm, no, if you get the... So, if you have the book or, like, access code or something like that. You can and use we it. had an access code. I think okay. that's what it was. Yeah. One of my friends had an access code. So okay, because I was like, I thought you had to pay for it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and that helped me. I actually, like, made it through most of the flashcards oh, on that. Um, and I think... Theirs is kind of similar to what I did manually. I think on the Kaplan flashcards, you can hit, like... You can. You, you can, like, hit, like, don't know, like, know this really well, and it'll automatically generate, like, mm-hmm. what I did manually for you. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. And um, the Next Step flashcard set for... I didn't use that. Uh, the Psych Social Next Step flashcard set, for me, it skyrocketed my score. Like, oh. yeah, I think the first time, like, when I was diligent on it, because, of course, you know, slacking, but um, the first time I'd, like, 
dedicated to the next step flashcard set for the psych social section, I got like an 87 percentile. Oh, that's Girl. awesome. Yeah. So. And it, I know it sounds like we like studied super hard and we did, but like there were days like we slacked off and mm-hmm. like we don't, I don't want us to sound like we're like perfect and like we Yeah, because people this. will definitely like yeah. write you off like, oh, y'all are just geniuses. Yeah, nah. no. Nah. We had to definitely put in work, but yeah. we definitely had those days where I'd be like, I'm going to go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a hard day. Yeah. I'm eating macaroni all day. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go get ice cream. So exactly. yeah. So just yeah. stick with it. Um, so we're probably going to run past time, which whatever, we want to give you quality. But um, our last stepping stone is, oh wait, did we finish study materials? Did you use any others? No, I just used Kaplan, and then I used Kaplan test, and mm-hmm. then I used Next Step test and AMC test. I used Quizlet, um, and I found the Next Step flashcards for Psych on Quizlet. So I think just... that's where I did, too. I just mm-hmm. printed them. I don't know who <laughs> <you> did that. <laughs> but, yeah, so um, Next Step, or, or Quizlet um, is also a really good opportunity. And if you want the Kaplan flashcards, look them up on Quizlet. You can easily just look up Kaplan and Cap yeah. flashcards. They are there. Um, and although you might not be able to rate them or anything like that, you can definitely yeah. uh, get that on there. Or if you just want to do MCAT, Saxosh, yeah. you know, MCAT, Bio, Biochem. Yeah. It's all on there. on there. I think one of the reasons I used Anki was because I could put my pictures on there. Okay. And so that was really nice. I have a Mac, so I could just do like a, a print screen or something like that and just post my pictures on the flashcard. Um, and that really helped for things as well. So um, I think those are all the study materials. That I can think of. Yeah. Um, discipline is our next stepping stone or a final stepping stone. So, of course, you have to have discipline um, doing this exam because nobody's going to take it but you, girl. Like, mm-hmm. and you got to want it for you. So, having discipline to get up at 6 a.m., having discipline to not go on social media. And I deleted, like, all of my apps. I think I kept Snapchat just because... You can't delete that. I couldn't. And I think discipline says a lot. And I feel like we had people who started the journey with us. And I think that was the difference between us getting to medical school and them deciding to choose a different career. Mm -hmm. They just didn't have that mindset where it's like they took the first practice or a couple practice tests and they realized like, oh my gosh, I don't have the discipline or don't want to take the time to get the score that I need. So discipline's the thing that's going to get you to the the place that you need to like the first couple practices you're gonna be like wow I'm an idiot like did I even go to college do not be discouraged with with (laughs) the practice test like it's made for you to fail it's something that I would rather get a bad score on a practice test any day than a bad score and let that motivate you like I didn't start worrying about the scores that I mean I worried like I'd always want improvement yeah but I was hoping for a 500 or over by like a month and a half out maybe two months so that was what, and honestly, oh, and by the way, what would you say on, like, purchasing your exam? Like, when would you say is a good time to purchase your exam? The MCAT? Mm-hmm. Like, the actual, the real one? Yeah. Um, I would definitely, because I know they have zones for the mm-hmm. dates or whatever. I don't know when they cut off. But I would definitely purchase your MCAT within the zone that's the cheapest. Oh, does it go up? Yeah, it goes up. If you don't, like, buy dates. like if you, I thought that was only if you wanted to move it. Or, like, cancel it. Yeah, but I think after you pass, like, it's, like, a certain date where it's, like, that set price. But then if you pass the date and you do it later, then it goes up. It's, like, zones. But I thought it was always 300. No, not if you do it after the the registration the, for that oh. zone. Yeah, and then it huh. goes up. Okay. But, like, yeah. how, but then, how far out would you suggest? Like, when did you purchase yours? Well, we had to take it on a certain date for my program. But, like, so. when did you purchase it for that? Um, December. Okay, and you took it when? March. Okay. See, I bought mine in October and I took it in May. Okay, okay. But I did that because I knew... So the place that I wanted to take it only had six seats. Oh. So I had to, like, make sure I I took it there. Because I wasn't doing the whole, like, drive from Carbondale and take it somewhere else. Yeah. And t- like, dr- move from Kansas City and then... Sorry. We and do all city. that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, do that. Like, it, it was just way too much. But, um, yeah, I, I've, I've kind of told mostly like people that have asked me about it to wait to buy your exam like maybe two months before 
just because if you decide to change your exam, it's like mm-hmm. it's expensive. You have to yeah, pay like, it's like eighty five dollars. It depends something. on when you decide because yeah. like it go that I know goes up. Like it starts at if it's two months out or something, then you have to pay ninety to move your date, and then it goes up to like one fifty. Yeah, it can get up to like higher than that depending on how close you are to your actual exam. Yeah, but the thing is, like, if you if you do have that discipline and you know you're gonna make sure you're ready by that date, I would go ahead and register early just because some seats only have six spots and Mm -hmm. like I think one thing I didn't realize until the day of me taking my test is like when you're in that room that testing center not everyone's taking the MCAT like people are taking different tests because like one person finished in like an hour and didn't come back and I was like oh well I guess they failed and then I realized (laughs) later you judged (laughs) I did I was like what are they doing but then I realized later I was like oh they're taking other certifications definitely so like you might think there's, like, 50 seats, but they only allot a certain amount for MCAT. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you know you'll be ready and, like, discipline yourself enough, go ahead and sign up early just so you can take it where you want. Oh, I would just say it depends on where you're taking it. Because if you're taking yeah. it in a big city, that's different. Like, if you're taking yeah. it in New York, Chicago, I don't know, because I almost places. had to take mine in Alaska. Not Alaska! Did I tell you that story? Jesus Christ! No! Excuse me? Uh, I don't know if I should tell this or I'll save it for next episode. We can talk about like MCAT mishaps or something. Yeah, because. Another part. And then we'll talk about all of the ways we uh, ended up yeah, here. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, sign up early because right, your true. girl almost had to take it in Alaska. No way. Get a coat. Girl, I was like freaking out. I was like, they're in a whole different time zone. Horror uh, <sighs> stories of the MCAT. Yeah, yeah we will definitely tell our our scary stories <laughs> but um yeah definitely girl I didn't tell anyone that because like for my program we were supposed to register in September oh but I was like trying to be cheap mm-hmm. and like because I didn't know if I was gonna retake it or not depending because mm-hmm. like the second score I got was like decent so mm-hmm. I didn't know if I was gonna retake it with my program right so I was going back and forth and I was like I pl- I was waiting for a first to hear back from a school and i was oh, like if i don't hear from them by december then i'll sign up Oof. december came didn't hear from the school then <sighs> okay wait yeah. save the rest I'll save, save the, the rest <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i signed up for mine super early um but just be smart about when you sign up and let your practice test guide when you sign up so i'd say and this was told to me by my mentor if you're not making over well, I won't even say the score that you want because some people have like a 528 as their target score. But if you're yeah. not making like over 500 by, you know, two months before your exam, consider, seriously consider where you're at, where you are in your studies, you know, and do benchmarks, honestly. So like every practice test, maybe every month of your studies, if you're doing like a six month study plan, have a benchmark, have a point that you want to be at. And if you're not there, reflect on what you're doing, reflect on how you're, how you've been reviewing your exams because, oh, if we haven't said this, like we'll, we'll talk about like practice tests. We, we definitely will talk about yeah. like, how to work through your practice and tests, how to how study to and strategies and stuff in later right. episodes. Yeah. But, um, definitely look at how you're using your practice test and see whether or not that's working for you. I'd say that's the only thing you really need to manipulate during your study time. Yeah. Like, if you're not efficiently using your practice test, change it now. Change it immediately. And figure that <laughs> out. Because that's the whole purpose of taking practice yeah. tests. So, and I know, like, we've said, like, I know I've taken the MCAT three times, but, like, I hate when people, it's like a pet peeve of mine when people are like, oh, if I do bad, I'll just retake it. No, Woo! don't have that mindset because... For me, like, I feel like, yeah, if you improve on your MCAT, like, the third time I took it, I did really good, so, like, it helped my chances of getting into med school, and I got a lot of interviews like that when I applied, but the thing is, like, med school see every single time you take the MCAT. It's not like the SAT where you pick the test you want to show them, and Mm -hmm. yeah, so don't have that mindset, like, oh, I'm getting a 490 with luck on the test. I might get like a 500 and then I can just retake it. Because I've heard a lot of people say that. Don't have that mindset. No, because you can always do worse on your second time around. Like you never know what that test has have to offer. And don't retake it. Don't take it and then be like, oh, well, two weeks later, I'm going to sign up. Like sign up for a new test two weeks later. Don't do that. You play on yourself. Like don't do it. There's money wasted if you, because what can you really, how can you really change a score like that in two weeks? Yeah. And the way that MCAT scored, it scored, we'll talk about it in another Mm -hmm. episode, but it's scored by percentiles. So 
you getting like the difference between like a 125 we'll talk about later is like 50 percentile you getting a 125 and a 123 that's a that could be anywhere for that could be like 20 questions you Mm -hmm. need to get like right and you're not gonna improve that in two weeks getting 20 more questions right you want to make sure you do quality time because yeah you just want to make sure you spend the quality time 300 dollars is not money that you just sneeze at i mean it might be for some people yeah i was like if it is but still if it is toss some my way girl i won't stop you (laughs) she's like snapchat is (laughs) cash app but no yeah like you definitely want to make sure that the time that you're spending dedicating to this exam is time well spent yeah period and med school see that like if you take your mcat the first time and kill it I think that says a lot more about, like, you being disciplined and mm-hmm. taking the right procedures versus taking it, like, five times and finally getting that score. Then, Because it was like, what were you doing the other four times? Hello? <laughs> so, um, also, so with discipline, I was just going to talk about ways that we kept ourselves disciplined during this time. So, like, I, I mentioned deleting apps. Um, I kept my airplane mode on when I was studying. Like, I know you have do not disturb, but. Yeah. No, nah, I was, like, airplane mode. Yeah, mine was do not disturb. Um, but another thing that I did, I think like for me, making sure you have one day a week where it's just like to yourself and mm-hmm. you're doing your own thing. Yeah. Um, cause then you have something to look forward to. Like True. I'd be like, okay, Fridays, I'm going to go to my favorite restaurant. Right. So I'm like, if I work really hard for this, like, then I'm going to go get that cheesecake, you mm-hmm. know? So I think just doing that. And I think what Kia said, like having like a, the schedule to like waking, making sure the test is a long test. You, If you're someone who's not used to waking up early and likes to sleep in until 12 and you think waking up at 10 is early, no. you're playing yourself. Yeah, you really so <laughs> months before the MCAT, like months, months like, like four, you four need months. to make sure like that's discipline. That's your like, routine. Yeah. You need to make sure you're sticking to that schedule and that all goes in with discipline. And you know, what, honestly, we'll talk about like test day materials and like what you'd bring to the test, kind of food you eat. But when you're, stu- when you're taking your practice exams, have your, have in mind that it is your test. So, like, know the food that you're eating. Look at how your body responds to the food that you eat. Yes. Look at, you know, take the first maybe month to figure out what foods will work for your test day. But, like, after that, you know your meal. You know what you're getting. You got three months left. That's all you're taking on test day. Like, every time you take that exam, because you never know how your body will respond to those. And if you aren't a person full of energy, like Flo was talking about, I knew for a fact I couldn't make it. Like, you girl... (laughs) seven hours you want me to sit here and look at a computer i'm gonna pass out so it was like a lullaby for me in cars so i like used um i had pre-workout that i drink before every section and then i took a tylenol before kim and before uh what's the halfway at my lunch yeah girl because your head really does start hurting yeah Yeah, you gotta bring we'll talk about all of that right (laughs) we'll talk about medications you should bring we'll talk about all of that but no kiosar and like if you're someone who's like doesn't drink coffee regularly mm-hmm. and then you decide you want to drink coffee the morning of the MCAT you're gonna go to the bathroom oh, like yes you will and you don't want that like I know we probably sound for people who haven't are early in the process or yeah. who haven't taken the MCAT we probably sound we might have scared crazy <laughs> but it is real that test yeah. is eight hours you don't want to go into this restaurant the night before and get food poisoning and not know what you're gonna very do. true like you have to plan all of that out like the week of you have to be very just mindful yeah so and that mindful. all goes with discipline mm-hmm. but Definitely. it's worth the while oh it's so worth it and then afterwards just we'll talk about after your exam but you will feel like a piece of poop period you're gonna feel like wow that was you might tell yourself terrible things you know you just never know and there's a month after that so like we'll, i said we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that, that yeah, but what you do after the test if you just took an mcat whoever you are if you're out there do not beat yourself up for a month it's not worth it you're gonna exhaust yourself you're gonna be tired and you're only gonna feel worse just wait just be patient pick up a hobby learn a language but (laughs) it's not worth it to beat yourself up so (sighs) mcat part one it happened i hope you guys like it we got really intense oh god yeah i was scatterbrained but um (laughs) you know we we come from a place of passion and you know we want to we want to encourage as much as we can yeah um and we have a lot of great feedback from other people so we just want to make sure we are offering our best advice yes whether it's all over the place or not (laughs) (laughs) or just we just want to see other people like us like doing well and doing well because 
I've just seen so many minorities in medicine like start the process with us and not finish. Yeah. And I don't think it says anything on them and their character no. or because it's supposed yeah. to be that way. It's a weed out process. Yeah. That time, the time alone is a weed out. Like, yeah. Having a seven hour exam, that's like. Like, only, like, people like pilots have to, like, have that type of focus. You know, things like that. Like, it's not every career field is going to test you to that extent. But you might have a surgery that's six, seven hours. You know what I mean? You might have. So you do have to be on top of it for that long. But it's like, that's something that you're not used to, so to speak. Even in school, you might think, oh, seven hours. I sit in class for seven hours. No. No. You sit there. You're writing. And you doze off. Like, there's (laughs) so much times in class. I, like, have to write, like re-listen because I dozed off <laughs> period yeah or you have breaks where you can get up and walk around but it's just like you have to realize the point of this test is to eliminate people the point of it is to get to the people who are actually passionate who are willing to sit in a room for seven freaking hours yeah. like they're crazy so yeah don't take it to heart like we definitely know a lot of people who just didn't want to do this yeah or which couldn't. is totally fine yeah so because I think about it all the time and I'm like if there was anything else I'd rather do girl I'd be doing it because <laughs> I'd get adequate sleep and I wouldn't have to sacrifice nearly as much. But, um, yeah, so definitely discipline. Sorry, guys. So we'll wrap up with our hidden Jemisons. And since we talked about MCAT, we definitely want to offer different options for people. So I have two hidden Jemisons this week. And we also skipped a week, so I guess it only makes sense that we'll have um, two this week. But the first one is for undergraduate students, freshmen through junior, maybe. Um, and basically, or it's just for people who want MCAT preparation, but aren't planning on applying this following cycle for nineteen twenty. So, um, yeah. And I say this because the duration of the program is from June 4th to August 3rd. They do offer a stipend. Well, let me start with where it's at. So it's in Utah, um, University oh. of yeah, girl. University of Utah School of Medicine. And I wish, I really wish I would have done some of these programs, know, like, every summer. That is such a good, like, connection. Like, building yeah. that. And just, like, traveling. Because, yeah. you know, pre-med, you want to, you spend so much of the year exhausted. You want to take a break. Mm-hmm. So, like, I should have used my summer def- definitely to, like, travel to new places, experience. And they, they offer a stipend for this program. So, like. It's not coming out of your pocket. Exactly. So I literally could have just... I mean, I don't know anything about Utah, but I'd like to go. Maybe sometime. (laughs) And they might have cool places. So, yeah. So University of Utah School of Medicine offers a summer MCAT preparation program. Offers uh, research experience as well. Um, Go to their website. And I'm so sorry I didn't write this down. Let me see. Diversity. Oh, excuse me. That's the other one. Okay. So this one's medicine.utah.edu. Um, the application, I want to say, is open. Yeah, you have to apply by March 31st. And um, like I said, it's it's a full-time, basically, MCAT prep. They give you MCAT um, materials, and it's encouraged for underrepresented minorities. So, um, and that's obviously, you know, we, we try to give all those um, types of programs because we want to encourage that in medic- medical school and things like that. But... Yeah, so it's a really good opportunity, basically, for them to get preparation, for anyone to get preparation before they are planning on applying. But like I said, the times that um, are offered, so like you would end in August, I feel like that's just a little late to try to take the MCAT. We were, like, our saving grace was applying early. That's like... Yeah, and we'll talk about that when we talk about applications. Mm -hmm. I think applying early is, like, the key to... Having options. Yes. Like, I wouldn't say the key to getting in, but the key to having options and mm-hmm. being able to have multiple interviews. Absolutely. And so you took your exam in March. I took my exam in May. So we both had our scores back early in the process. Yeah. And, like, the application opens May 1st, and you can mm-hmm. turn it in June 1st or something mm-hmm. around then. So mm-hmm. we definitely had lots of time to look at our scores, evaluate, have time to research schools. And, and I let my, my selection in schools... Like, my MCAT score guided that. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, so I would say if you're doing the Utah program, this would probably be something that you want to you wanna study for your MCAT. And then maybe upon completing the program, go into your private study or, you know, 
maybe take the MCAT for the first time if you hadn't. That's a really good idea because then you you get someone who can direct you towards the MCAT and, like, help you build a schedule and, like get a bigger picture of what the MCAT is like. And mm-hmm. then once you know that bigger picture, you can go home and, like, reevaluate yourself and see what you need to do to get mm-hmm. the score you want. Yeah. And, like, if you want to take an exam after that, I would let that guide what you do next. So, for me, my first MCAT was in the fall of my junior year, I think. So, it worked out in a way because I was able to figure out, okay, what do we do from here? Am I going to do a post-bac program? Am I applying to medical school next year? You know, so get an idea. Although, you, I mean, like you said, like, you don't want to have the mindset that you'll take it again. Yeah. But it's just okay. It happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's okay. Because we took it again. It happens. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then the second program is in Miami. So, Ooh. for the girls that are trying to get cute and get snatched. <laughs> um, snatched. Exactly. So, this one's uh, at the, let me see, University of Miami Miller School of Medicine. And the website is diversity.med.miami.edu. This application is open now, and the program runs from June 3rd to July 26th. So, it's also, like, close to the end of August, but I feel like it's... I don't know. I guess it's only like a week away. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, it's still one of those options if you were planning on applying or taking your MCAT at least. I mean, if you wanted to take your MCAT in the end of July, you'd at least have it like near August-ish. So, you know, aside from doing the other program where it would be like solid September when you got your exam back. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. This is an eight-week program. Um, it does take a $100 deposit that's not refundable. But other than that, it's for the free. Um, they only take 25 applicants. Um, like, they accept 25 people. Um, and that's due by March 8th um, of this year. You do need three letters of recommendation, a personal statement, your tra- transcripts, your official transcripts from all the schools you've attended. And you need health insurance proof, which I was like, what y'all doing down there? But <laughs> So they're like, well, you're not about to get us sued. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, all of that. And then they offer um, like a, a free Kaplan course, basically. And I want to say they also offer a stipend as well. So it's a really good deal. Um, this one, you do have to have two years of... Um, undergraduate science or pre-ed coursework completed so I think that's mainly why they want to see your your transcripts and things like that and this is also geared towards minority students also so um yeah we just want to oh they also offer like some mock interview action um and you get a good connection to their medical school which is good honestly I would say if you're doing like um if you want just like connections to other medical schools definitely take the summers to get exposure to those medical schools because like Texas they don't care about anybody else um, but Texas. Texas. Yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, and it's good just because um, you'll have your foot in the door mm-hmm. and you'll get to see the city before you move there. That's like very important. Like mm-hmm. if you move to a new place, you're spending four years in that city. You don't want to go somewhere you hate. Like yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, but I was like, let me not say that city. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to go somewhere that you're absolutely gonna hate. So. Yeah. So those are our hidden gemisons. Also, of course, you guys do great with that. Y'all do talk to us. We appreciate it. Um, you guys offer a lot of different places or programs that you've done. And um, so if you have any programs on MCAT specific uh, preparation that you really appreciated or that you hated, you never want to. Yeah, and you don't think anyone else <laughs> should ever go. Um, you know, let us know. Email us at melaninandmedicine02 at gmail.com because I know you get sick of hearing it. Um, and we definitely just talk about it on here as well so (sighs) thanks for hanging out with us (laughs) Flo's like hey I'm gone bye (laughs) it was nice seeing (laughs) y'all yeah thank you guys um and we'll see you next week peace bye